Welcome to Mission Spooky Bites. I'm your host, JC. With me, as per usual, is my co-host, Kiki. Hello, guys. Today we are going to be talking about the wonderful, wonderful, fantastic, beautiful state, uh, oregano. Um, It goes great on so many different foods. And as a, it's a really good seasoning, you know, it's not overpowering. It gives just a little, just a little, you know, I love me some oregano. And by that, I mean, we're going to be talking about Oregon. <laughs> I'm like, just wait for it. <laughs> Bring the joke around. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, Oregon. Have you ever been there, Kiki? This is one of the states that I have not been to yet. Oh, fucking finally. We finally get somewhere <laughs> where neither of us have been. Well, I we did California. I haven't been to California. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I, I don't, you know, it's just, you've been to so many places. I actually, I've been fortunate enough to be to many, many places. So, you want to go first or shall... I'm going first. Okay. I was going to say, I'm not even going to say anything because you're just going to say I'm going <laughs> My first place is a spooky fucking lighthouse off the coast of Oregon. <laughs> what makes it a fucking lighthouse? Well, because that's, <laughs> that's what it does to people that try to go on its fucking island. Um, what makes it a fucking... Oh, never mind. <laughs> so it is... I'm going to do my best to pronounce this. Oh, boy. Tillamook Rock Lighthouse. Yeah. It's also known as Terrible Tilly. It's a lighthouse. They started building it in 1878. So, you know, over 140 years ago. It's been a little bit. The guy who was surveying the location, he got there. And he's he's like, you know, this is his fucking job. He's pretty good at doing his fucking job. And then all of a sudden, he gets swept out the sea and was never seen again. And that's the start of Tilly. There's were construction crews who said that this was like one of the worst places to work because it was very difficult work and it was very difficult to get to and it just seemed like it it was not a good place it took over 500 days to to finish the lighthouse Mm -hmm. and just a few weeks before the lighthouse was completed there was a a ship called the Lupatia, L-U-P-A-T-I-A, that wrecked because the lighthouse wasn't done. And it was wrecked wow. very near the lighthouse, and it killed all 16 of the crew members. The only survivor was a dog. There's a lot of history with this lighthouse that we could probably do a shit ton of more you know kiki can actually do research into if we ever decide to one of the sightings of this island is that they see a dog with no eyes a big black dog with no eyes it's kind of crazy all the things that have happened here there's been a lot of death a lot of just craziness in the history it stopped being a lighthouse in like the 1950s and what they did they made it a um I'm trying to figure out how to say a word. <laughs> I'm, I can't even 
fucking figure this out. But essentially, <laughs> it's a place that they they helicopter urns here and they store that. Huh. Yep. So lots of craziness. Don't play with your mic. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not a Tell place to where you see um anyone really doing a ghost thing at, like a ghost investigation. Because mm-hmm. it is very difficult to get to, and you can only get there via helicopter. You can't get a boat there. It, interestingly, I've never been to Oregon, but I've heard of Tillamook. Uh Maybe, you know, maybe somebody did do a ghost hunting there. But yeah, it's a crazy fucking place. And uh, there's also pelicans. Ooh, pelicans. Yeah, yeah. So that's my first spot. Let's see you try and top that. Well, sticking with our theme of seaside... I'm actually going to go to the Seaside Aquarium. Wait, is there a haunted aquarium? Mm, possibly. Because that's two of my favorite things. Right? Me too. Mike, you're going to put ghosts and aquariums together. Hell yeah. So the Seaside Aquarium in Seaside, Oregon, is one of the oldest running privately owned aquariums in the country. Okay. The date that it opened as an aquarium was 1937. But the building before that was a natatorium in the 1920s. That okay. is that is an indoor saltwater public bath. Okay. The water was pumped in from the Pacific Ocean. And it featured balconies and you could like watch people swimming. Unfortunately, with the Great Depression, it um, wasn't economically feasible to have it anymore. Nobody had the money to go there anymore. So the aquarium was founded in 1937. Apparently, the weird part about this is that the top part of the building still has the remnants of the old apartments that were up there. Oh, that's weird. And so it's not, yeah, it's not really used. And the public doesn't have access to it at all. The people who work there will say that if you go up there, you can sort of hear whispers and voices, especially at nighttime and where there's scientists there's a little bit of conjecture though like some people will say oh it's just from outside but i always like to go back to the old nobody's using it people only go up there once in in a great while so we have this whole section that used to be crowded and full of life and full of people and it's just empty now so maybe something is hanging out there maybe something else is taking up residence you know it's sort of weird for me to think about an entire section of a building that's not really in use. I'm like, you guys couldn't think of something to do with that? Like, I mean, they probably use it for, like, storage. Or maybe there's not, like, good access to it. Well, that's why I'm like, hey, man, you should rework it and, like, have for school kids, you know, like, a whole section of, like, smaller aquarium things and talk about, you know, I don't know. See, I got all kinds of ideas in my head now. Or this just <laughs> popped in my head. What if it's too haunted to let people to to go up there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's too spooky, and that's why they don't use it. It's too spooky. Oh, maybe. Okay, what else you got? I have. Okay, get excited, cause JC's gonna try French. And remember, oh, my philosophy is how I say it is how it's supposed to be said. Oh crap. <clears throat> Malheur, but e. I will. I will give the uh, <laughs> spelling to Kiki, and she can God. actually try to pronounce it. But that is that is what I'm gonna say. It is. You have till I'm done describing this place to figure out how to pronounce the, the name <laughs> of this place. Well, okay, fine. 
no problem. The facts of this area is it is an extinct volcano that has not or has been extinct for 20 to 15 million years. Now, the spookiness of it is supposedly there are <clears throat> or it is the home to witches Ooh. and demons, which Hell yeah. is kind of a little repetitive because imps are a type of demon, so you could just say demons, but you know, whatever. Yeah, so it used to be a meeting point for witches. And with that, obviously, they did some really evil things that apparently summoned a uh, demon. And then, so recently, within like the last hundred years, locals have received, reported seeing menacing apparitions that resemble small dogs, but they're shadowy, like very shadowy. And they'll chase people off the grass like they're protecting it or they're guarding the area. Looking at the pictures of the location, it's kind of a cool place. It's a mountain or it's a hill. Supposedly demons and imps and witches and oh my and lions, tigers and bears and all <laughs> kinds of craziness. And Okay, so do you want me to tell you the... I want you to say what you think it is. It's Malheur Butte. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. The translation from French is Misfortune Butte. Because a butte, we, we say the same thing in English. Even the French don't like this place. <laughs> in case anyone doesn't know what a butte is, it's, it's a landform and it's an isolated hill with steep sides and a flat top. It's like a mesa kind of looking thing. And that is that is what this place looks like. Oh, and that means I know, I know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know something else that looks probably, uh, oh, no, not quite, no. This isn't that exciting. This is nowhere near as exciting as Devil's Tower in Wyoming, which is also the inner core of an extinct volcano. Look, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying. It's aight, though. It's, it's a butte. It's good. Yeah, it's it's a butte. All right, so what you got? What you, what you, what you got? Okay, look, I, I love me a little bit of military spookiness once in a while. So we're going to talk about Battery Russell at Fort Stevens, and that's in Warrington, Oregon. And Fort Stevens was built during the Civil War, but it saw some action during World War II when the Japanese fired on it from the Pacific Ocean. Several reports say that they've seen ghosts of fallen soldiers patrol the grounds. And although some will say that they're not sure which conflict that it stemmed from, because some people have seen, though, an actual 1940s-era uniformed guy walking the promenade near the seaside. It's kind of like St. Augustine has that same sort of feel to it to me, although St. Augustine's way older, you know, has that feel of, like, the army patrolmen. You know, people kind of just stuck there, just doing their dailies, you know, yeah. residual energy. Yeah, where it sounds residual. But worth a gander. You know, worth a checkout. Residual ghosts are still ghosts. Heck yeah. It's my motto, and it's not a good motto. <laughs> I have one more. Okay. Well, I don't, but you it's, shoot. It's fine, because that one was really short. That that one was kind of on the short side for me. Okay, so this is the Benson Hotel, and it's in Portland, Oregon. The Benson is supposedly haunted by multiple ghosts, the most prominent of which is the guy who built it or owned it. So... <laughs> this is the best. This guy Benson was actually for prohibition. Okay, supposedly. So he was for not drinking. Yes. Sounds like you're a dick. 
I mean, I'm going to have some alcohol delivered to my house. I mean, by the time this episode airs, I will have had alcohol delivered to my house. (laughs) Thank you, distilleries of Pennsylvania, which will be a whole other thing. Yeah, so Simon Benson, the former hotel owner, he did not like drinking at all. And he apparently will go around and knock your drink over off of tables, off of the bar. Not that I've read anywhere where it's knocked out of someone's hand directly, but I just am like, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking... <laughs> who does that? That's, that's alcohol abuse. Now, there's also a three-year-old... They say a three-year-old boy and an unknown female entity who wears a turquoise dress also float around this place. But mm-hmm. good old Simon... I'd punch him in his ghost face. Uh, that That's one ghost I would definitely punch in the fucking face. Spill my goddamn. Yeah, dude, if I'm having my gin and tonic and I've paid good money for it and you knock it off the table, uh, I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'd love to call up the Benson and be like, so I have a question for you guys. Um, if someone has a drink spill and they come to you and be like, I have no idea what just happened. Like I just turned my head and like my drink went flying and knowingly sort of look at the customer and are like, it's okay. Let me make you another one because I hate to have to pay twice when it's not my fault. Is some asshole ghost knocking my goddamn drink off the table. That would piss me the hell off. You know, that's, that's a good business model. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know, we'll give you 50% off, but we're no. still charging. No, see, that, see, the business model for me is knowing how much, because of being in the business, how much your drink is upcharged, that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but now you're but doubling that you upcharge. <laughs> no, I would just give you another one and be like, it's all good, bro. What I'm telling you, if it happens again, no, like it's yeah. your fault. You get you get an, one on the house if it if it spills. But after that, you're you're drunk and you're just spilling your own damn drink. Yeah, that sounds more fair. Yes, I feel like that's probably the better business model, considering you know you don't want people to be angry about some teetotaling apparition knocking your shit out of your hand or throwing it off. The, you know, like you got to take a little bit of responsibility for Simon if he's really there. You know, fair's fair, man. I guess. Anyway, one day Oregon, one day. I'll visit you. Yeah, when we go Bigfoot hunting. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about fucking Bigfoot for Oregon. How crazy. <laughs> because we already said we were going to do, like, a Pennsylvania-centric Bigfoot sighting one. And, of course, in that episode, we'll mention the other states, which probably are every single other state. In... I'm pretty sure, like, just under a different state, name, except maybe Hawaii has had bigfoot sight <gasps> i can't see we need listeners in hawaii because i know that there's probably some badass hawaiian ghost stories man i feel it i feel it and also go to the rock's instagram and i'm talking about like dwayne johnson the rock this guy has been blown out of the park with content for fans and being really cool and sweet and i recommend I mean, I recommend following him anyway, but during quarantine, it's been really cool. And he has a new tequila called Terramana that I cannot wait to try. Not that I'm like a raging alcoholic, but I did just mention that distilleries are, you know, dropping alcohol off to the house. Yeah, that's fine. I just have an appreciation for a good drink. I don't need to get hammered anymore. I'm getting too old for it. My poor body just can't handle it. It must be sad being that old. 
I have a lot of really good stories though. So I have so many of those stories that I, I have like a lot of them where I can say, but you lived, didn't you? Like for real, including my poor sister who I dragged through at least one of those. I literally turned to her and was like, you lived, didn't you? <laughs> she was like, yeah, but. <laughs> and on that note. I was the best big sister ever. Anyway. Oregon, keep doing you because you're doing so well at being you, you know? Don't don't stop being wonderful. Because, I mean, honestly, if, if you tried to stop, you probably couldn't. You're just so great. But we'll get back to you next time. Bye! I got a fight. Black eyes in a